Welcome and thank you again for listening to Menace Podman, the Picks Podcast. I'm Scott Keller, and it is Monday, January 30th. As always, you can listen to Steve and I on the weekly podcast every Thursday. Episode 5, All-Time Scare Record, was published late last week, and you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Remember, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, at Menace Podman, where we post updates on the picks and information on the latest podcast releases. So as mentioned on Saturday, I'm going to start highlighting a nonprofit charity or association with each picks podcast. And again, the idea is if we make some money with the help of the picks, or even if you don't use the picks and you just make some money on some other sports wager that you make, let's just donate a portion of our winnings to that specific charity of the day. Um, I'll provide a direct link in the podcast description to the the donation or to that website as well that you can donate to. I'm going to start with the larger charities um, that already receive some larger yearly donations already. Then hopefully as our listener base grows, the smaller, lesser known and lesser donated to charities can benefit from that. Also remember, it it's cliche, but it, it doesn't matter how big or small your donation is. Um, the one today, you can go uh, on there and you can donate a dollar if you want to. So any little bit helps. Um, and let's just not kid ourselves either. If if we have money to wager on sports gambling, we have money. We have some money to donate to. So, so today we're going to focus on the Salvation Army. Um, we've all heard of them. Very well known. Everybody knows the Red Kettle. Um, but what do they really do? I mean go online uh the question is what don't they do i mean they add aid and disaster relief um food pantries uh, help fight poverty veterans assistance help with domestic abuse problems uh, lgbtq plus support rent and utility assistance these are just a few things um that i'm naming that they help with Um, but if you want to learn more you can go to salvationarmyusa.org Or like I said, you can click directly in the link um, in the podcast description and that'll go straight to the donation page. You can read more about what they do. Cool thing about Salvation Army too is a lot of the time they keep, I mean, they have local support all over. So it's wherever you're giving, you're giving everywhere. And sometimes you're even giving locally. All right. So into the basketball and the betting part of things. Um, After starting off last week, 18 and 34, we clawed back very, very nicely and actually finished practically even on the week. I think we are one pick above, like 61 and 60, I believe. So just over 500 um, on the week. And like I said, after that that start, it was <laughs> it was really tough. I'm glad we had so we had you know three red days and then three green days following that. So it was nice. Got back to even at least on the week. Um, so let's, like I said, let's take a look at. Uh, yesterday's picks real quick to see where we went wrong yesterday was a weird day there was only four games on the slate very weird games a lot of games that even though it's rivalry week a lot of people didn't play um so it was really it was a lot of um uh, betters out there and a, a lot of cappers out there a lot of them just didn't even make bets yesterday because it was really hard to find stuff that you liked. But I tried to pull together a few. I came up with eight of them. They went three and five, but uh, the first one was Heat and Hornets. I like the under 229 and a half alt, and I liked Miami minus three and a half. And 
I don't know what what's happening to Miami. Like I, I keep saying it here in the Picks podcast, but ever since I took a liking to Miami, they've been they've been trending the opposite direction. So maybe maybe I should say I really don't like Miami, and they'll start winning. But they lost to Charlotte, um, and even with Jimmy Butler being very efficient, he was eleven for fourteen from the field, um, scored a bunch. He was he was probably you know the best player from Miami there, but. Charlotte's healthy again and either either they really are healthy or they're trying to showcase some guys to try and show other teams that they're healthy so they can trade them off here in the trade deadline but Rogier, PJ Washington, Ball, uh, Gordon Hayward they all played all had close to 20 plus points I think one of them had 19 so a really effective game for the Hornets and, and they beat the Heat at home. Then the Clippers game. Clippers at Cavs. So all these picks I made were before knowing everybody was out. But the Clippers, basically, the Clippers didn't play their A team. The Clippers didn't play their B team. The Clippers basically played their C team against Cleveland in Cleveland. And Cleveland played their A team. So it wasn't even close. It was, I think it was 64-34 at halftime. Um, I had LA plus 9.5. That, no, not even close. Not going to happen. I did have the over 209.5. That did happen. Um, I liked Evan Mobley over 16 and a half points. He only had nine, but it, and I liked Jared Allen over nine and a half rebounds. He only had eight. So both of those missed, but they had very limited minutes. We're talking under 30 minutes, closer to 25. So with that type of game, you're not going to get the numbers, but oh, well, moving on Pacers at Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have been struggling. They hadn't, were they on a four five game losing streak? I think. Um, four or five can't remember there exactly but i like the under on this one under 245 and a half as an alt over under it was way under um pacers you know how i feel about them uh without halliburton and then the grizzlies they just haven't really been themselves kind of since steven adams went out too but even a little bit before that but uh just players of note in that game uh ben matherin keep making his rookie of the year case even stronger have another great game and then jaron jackson jr uh had a great game john morant had a triple double tons of rebounds tons of assists um and memphis improved to 21 and 3 at home and then the last game was the pelicans bucks that was all Giannis. Giannis, his fifth career 50 point game he dominated milwaukee dominated lopez had over had 15 so he had that over 13 and a half points and the pelicans are ever since losing zion have not been winning games i believe that's eight losses in a row now so not good for them they need to get some they need to get zion back hopefully if not i don't they may even fall out of the uh, the playing conversation so we'll see how that goes moving forward so before we hop into today's matchups, as always, remember, we are not professional gamblers. This podcast is just for informational purposes. Um, bet at your own risk and please bet responsibly. All right, let's get into today's slate. We got eight games on the NBA schedule for today. If we start on the top, we got the Magic at the Sixers. The Sixers are a nine-point favorite. The over-under is at 230 points. Uh, Joel Embiid is a game-time decision. I like, I'm going to cut that spread a little bit. I'm going to take the 76ers minus four and a half. I'm going to do over 225 and a half. The Sixers are just clicking offensively right now, and I think they 
they help uh, get the over on this one. Um, however, if there is no Joel Embiid in this game, I'll probably just take the Sixers money line as the Magic has have been known to uh, play a spoiler a little bit recently. Then we get the Lakers at Nets. Should be no LeBron and no AD. So this one, it should be all Nets. Again, you never know what's going to happen with the Nets. I'm, again, going to cut that spread in half, take a minus four and a half. Um, like I said, the over-under is 230. I'm going to take the under 234 and a half, spread that out a little bit. I don't, I don't know where the Lakers are going to find their offense, really. So it should be pretty interesting. Yet, the Lakers, without normal starters, they're not good defensively to begin with. Um, so I don't think they're going to be great today defensively, and that could lead to a Nets blowout and a bunch of points. Um, but I... I don't know. Like I said, I don't think the Lakers get enough points to get us over 235. As far as individual players in this one, though, there's going to be a lot of people to pick from as far as props are concerned. I like Thomas Bryant. I like Schroeder. I like Hachimura. I like them all 10 plus points. Um, so, you know, kind of wiggle that however you want, but I'm probably just going to go over nine and a half for all of them. Then we get the Kings, a one-point favorite at the Red Hot Timberwolves. They're like the number five seed in the West right now. Although there's only, what, two games between five and ten. So I don't know how much uh, weight that holds. Uh, over under at 238. Uh, Gobert is a game-time decision. The Wolves are 9-3 and three against the spread as a home dog. However, Sacramento is 5-2 and two against the spread as an away favorite. So those kind of cancel each other out. And I'm going to sit back and just enjoy this game. Uh, Sabonis assists. He just hasn't been that great the last couple of days. As, I mean, Sacramento hasn't been great their last few games offensively. They're in a little bit of a funk. Um, so I'm going to stay away from Sabonis. Um, however, I am going to look at D'Angelo Russell. He's just been a focal point right right now on the Minnesota offense. The other day I took him under a certain amount of points. Today I'm going to take him over and under. I'm going to take him over uh, 18 and a half points. Um, he's been over that mark six of his last six games. And then I'm going to take him under 26 points, so under 25 and a half. Um, and he's been under that 13 of his last 14. So we might be able to fit him in there real nice. So I'm going to take both those bets. Then we got the Warriors, uh, five-point favorite at Oklahoma City. We, we all know the Warriors' struggles on the road. They're a lot better at home. Uh, with this over-under 242.5, I'm going to take the under 247.5. I just think that's a little too high, especially with the way the Warriors play on the road. However, when they are on the road, they're 17-5-1 towards the over. So that kind of defeats the purpose or defeats my bet there. But, you know, two of the last five, only two of their last five games, they've been over. So maybe that number's a little deceiving. So, like I said, <laughs> to clarify under 247 and a half i'm going to stay away from that spread even though golden state's two and eight um against the spread as an away favorite oklahoma city is a kind of wild card you don't know what you're going to get from them day in day out so i'm just going to stay away from that but as far as individual stats clay thompson matches up positionally really well i'm going to take him over 23 and a half points um he's only been under that number twice in the whole month of january i'm going back to josh giddy over an alt six and a half assist, so I think he gets seven or more. Warriors just give up a ton of rebounds, and I and uh, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole aren't super strong rebounders, so I could see Josh Giddy getting a bunch of those. Um, and then uh, Looney, he's back out of the starting lineup. His Wiggins should be back, so that brings me back to Draymond Green over seven and a half alt rebounds. 
Um, when Looney's in the starting lineup, I think he takes some of those rebounds away from Draymond. But when Looney's not in the starting lineup, Draymond Green rebounds all day. Then we got the Wizards, six-point favorite at the Spurs. The Spurs have not been winning games all year, but especially not in the last you know few games. Um, they, they did bring the Phoenix overtime the other day, but still came up with the loss. Um, I'm going to take the Wizards minus six. Uh, Washington's three and one against the spread as an away favorite, and Washington has covered four in a row. While on the other hand, San Antonio has not covered their last four. So Wizards minus six. Then I'm gonna look at Trey Jones positionally. He looks pretty, he looks good against the Spurs, but his last three games have been less than impressive. Um, he's been under 23 points, assists, and rebounds last few games, and I think he continues that trend. Then the Pistons at Mavericks. Uh, Pistons are an eight and a half, or sorry, the Mavericks are an eight and a half point favorite over under at 229 and a half. This one. Doncic's game time decision, Wood is out. Um, Dallas has been under for their last five games. Detroit's been under for their last six. So I'm going to take the under 234 and a half, whether Doncic plays or not. If he does play, I'm taking him over his rebounds. He's been averaging like 9, 10. He's been getting double digit rebounds when Christian Wood is out. Um, so if Doncic does play, I will take him over his rebound mark, whatever that happens to be. Um, if Doncic and Wood, well, obviously Wood is out, but if Doncic is out, I might look at Jalen Duran for rebounds and then Dinwiddie for points. So we'll have to see how that goes um, further into the evening. Then looking at the Raptors at Suns, the Suns are one half point favorite over under at 221. I like Gary Trent in this game. He should be great positionally against the Suns. I'm going to take him over 16 or over points and two or more three pointers made. And then Chris Ball has been really good in his last four games. And I will take him over 29.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He's been over that mark um, his last four games. And the last game of the slate is the Hawks at Blazers. This one could go either way. Blazers are a two-point favorite over under at 236.5. I think this one is a pretty high-scoring game. Hawks are clicking offensively. The Blazers score more at home, so I'm going to just play better at home. So I'm going to take over 231.5 as an alt. Um... Atlanta's been over six of their last seven, so like I said, they're rolling. Only thing I look at, um, Hart, Nurkic, game time decisions. So that would affect rebounds if Nurkic plays. I'm going to take him over a rebound mark. Um, if Nurkic doesn't play, I'll take Jeremy Grant over a rebound mark. So we'll see that how that works as well going forward into the evening. So again, we thank you for listening to Menace Podman. And uh, you know, remember to give to the Salvation Army if you can, if you get some winnings. Uh, today we thank itunes spotify anchor um, everybody that helps us share our podcast and feel free to leave a review a message or support our podcast if you like what you hear and always remember you can follow us at menace podman on twitter thanks and we'll talk to you tomorrow menace podman